0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have some transactions to talk about today. Today's going to be mostly about transactions. And I mean, these are these are pretty major ones. So the first of which is that Jared Kelnick is being called up by the Mariners. He's going to join the club in Seattle on Thursday. Jared Kelnick, we all know that name now, especially after what happened this offseason with Kevin Mather, the former Mariners GM making a lot of comments about how they're manipulating his service time. But even before those comments, many of us knew who he was because he's been a highly touted prospect. Kelnick was actually drafted by the Mets, but he found his way to the Mariners organization during that Robbie Cano deal. And, you know, first round pick out of high school, argued to be, you know, the best bat in that draft class. Nonetheless, he is a Mariner now and the number three prospect in all of baseball. He'll be called up. And he's gonna be playing in the outfield for them. So the Jared Kelnick era in Seattle will begin on Thursday when they open a homestand with a four-game series against the Indians. So, I mean, he's he's been at Triple A Tacoma just for the past week. I mean, because Triple A only been playing for a week, but he's he's shined in five games. He's went nine for 22 with two emphatic home runs on opening day last Thursday, and. In the spring he also played really well in cactus league play so he's ready to go i mean he's been big, big league ready but his promotion's gonna be met with a lot of fanfare in seattle because the fans have been waiting to see him play for more than a year because he was a mariners minor league player of the year in 2019 at AA. and you know he's he's the headline prospect in this rebuilding class the, you know the Mariners are trying to rebuild and he is their best prospect a blue chip prospect at that. So yeah, you're going to see him. You're going to see him and hopefully he's going to be up for good. I mean, they, they're hoping this is someone that they can keep for many years to come, you know, famously or infamously, I should say. Uh, we heard about how he turned down that extension. They offered him a six year extension. He turned it down because he wants to bet on himself. An extremely confident guy who believes that he's going to be a major league star. Number six pick in the 2018 draft. So yeah, that's, that's what we are going to see. They have another top prospect named Logan Gilbert, a starting pitcher who we will probably see pretty soon as well, especially because we heard Kevin Mother talk about that. But yeah, um, both those guys were their top two picks in 2018. Kelnick at number six and then Lo- Logan Gilbert at 14. But um, you're probably going to see Gilbert up uh, pretty soon. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is going to be a little ways away, probably not until next season. He is MOB Pipeline's number five prospect and he has a lot of power, but he's just getting his minor season underway at high A. So you're probably going to see him next year, but the future is looking bright for Seattle right now. Hopefully Jared Kalanick can come and help them out. Another transaction, the Yankees are activating Luke Voigt. announced today. They've activated him, I should say. So, Luke Voigt led the majors in home runs last year with 22 during the shortened season, the 60-game season. And he's just been awesome ever since he's come to the Yankees in a trade. A lot of people are very skeptical of Luke Voigt. There are a lot of people who, who don't really believe in Luke Voigt, think that he's been kind of fluky, but I don't think he's been fluky. I mean, he's been a good hitter his whole career. I mean, if you look at it His career is an 891 OPS. I mean, yes, I know, like that. You know, most of those games have come since he was with the Yankees, but the raw power is there. The raw power has always been there, and his swing is tailored for Yankee Stadium. He likes to go the other way, and that short porch at Yankee Stadium is is just built for him. We we saw this happen with Curtis Granderson when he joined the Yankees. You know, his swing was tailored for Yankee Stadium. Didi Gregorius. We've seen many players. Benefit. I mean, right-handed hitters usually don't benefit as much as Luke Voigt has, but that's just the way his swing plays. So that's what we can that's what we can expect to see from him. Just more of the same, honestly. I think we'll see more of what we've been seeing. So the Yankees have activated him, and you know he had a short rehab stint there at Triple A, and he was hitting home runs at Triple A. They're like, enough is enough. Stop hitting home runs in games that don't count. Come over here to. Yankee Stadium and help us out so I mean they need they need some help because they had subpar production from Gary Sanchez Aaron Hicks Glaber Torres Clint Frazier to this point getting Luke Voigt back is only going to be good um and and yeah John Carlos Stanton is on a in, in a hot streak though so um but the Yankees are tied for 21st in the majors in runs scored 24th and batting average 19 in the percentage. um So that's not really the the Bronx Bomber way. That's not the kind of stat line you hear from the Bronx Bomber. So getting Luke Voigt back is going to be huge for them. And yet another transaction. This is a different type, but Jordan Zimmerman has retired. He has decided to hang up his cleats, and he announced his retirement today through a a statement released by the Brewers. So Jordan Zimmerman puts... The bow on a very fine career. A very fine career. You know, it's it's only fitting that he ended with the Brewers, his hometown team, but he's gonna be remembered as someone who spent, you know, he spent seven years with the Nats, five years with Detroit, and then, you know, just a couple innings, five and two-thirds innings with the Brewers. But when it's all said and done, a phenomenal career coming from a guy who was a division three athlete. He was a second round pick out of a D3 school, University of Wisconsin Stevens Point back in 2007. First of all, it's really rare that D3 players get noticed by scouts, let alone, I mean, he must have been obviously outstanding to get picked in the second round. But that's not it though. He was fast tracked to the big leagues. He was in the big leagues not even two years later. He was up in early 2009 and, you know, that started off a really strong career. He cracked the Nationals rotation, very limited minor league experience out of D3 ball. I mean, he held his own through 16 starts that year for a 4.63 ERA and then, you know, unfortunately his elbow began to bark. Then he underwent Tommy Go- Tommy John surgery in August, wiped out 2010. I mean, except for 31 innings late in the year, but then 2011, his first full year back from Tommy John, that's when he really cemented his place in the Nationals plans. He broke out. 161, two-thirds innings of 318 ERA ball. He was a fixture in the rotation for the next half decade. Made the all-star team in 13 and 14. Top seven in the Cy Young voting both those seasons. And his final five seasons with the Nats, he was just a durable workhorse, averaging 194 innings per year, pitching to a combined 314 ERA. So I I, I and also he was known for some having some of the best command of any pitcher in the game. So all that. Was what culminated to help him get a big contract with the Tigers. So they signed him to a five-year, 110 million dollar contract. And you know it was a little lighter than some people expected. Some people thought he would get even more because he was he was that good. But then as soon as he got to Detroit, things just didn't pan out. Injuries started to pile up: a neck injury, you know, a UCL sprain, spa- cervical spasms in his back, a forearm strain. And then the five years with the Tigers, he mustered just a 5.63 ERA. But at the end of the day, a phenomenal career. He put up north of 20 wins above replacement. I mean, if you look at Baseball Reference, 20.3, fangrafts 25 and a half WAR. So he's going to retire having a very fulfilled career. And congrats to Jordan Zimmerman. I mean, he's 34, turning 35 in a couple of weeks, and had a great career, made a lot of money as well. I always look at that. Um, $142.5 million in salary. So congrats to Jordan Zimmerman on a fine career. But that's going to be it. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.